exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamanos. to explore like never before. Swiper, no swiping. Oh man! Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure <laughs> on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we've got this. Todos juntos! Yeah! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria McAdamy. We are coming to you from the comfort of our couch. And in Victoria's case, you're in the closet right now, closet. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to prevent the echo. As I have both of my cats roaming around here, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for them to start meowing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what we're saying is we're thriving in quarantine. <laughs> and we are going to bring to you. I think we're winning at it. I think, oh, we're definitely winning at it. Uh, I mean, you're sitting on the floor of the closet. How could things go better? <laughs> the, thing, the things we do for the audience. Yes, we have yes, to exactly. bring you this news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got one heck of a show for you this week. We've got a roundup of what celebs are doing while they are also in quarantine because everyone's getting a little stir crazy, so things are getting crazy. That Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift feud is back on, and it's like, what, four years into it, so we're trying to decide if we care. Uh, there's some major teen mom news with Janelle and David announcing that they are officially back together after we been knew that, but you know, whatever. And then finally, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to dive into mm-hmm. Netflix's new true crime hit, Tiger King. We have watched, we have binged, and... Uh, it's impossible to put into words our thoughts, so we'll have we'll have a few moments to put ourselves together before <laughs> we talk about that. So let's start off with the more depressing news of the podcast. As everyone knows, <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic has people sheltering in place, staying home, and trying to stay safe and sane, which um, for celebs is apparently it's very hard. Yeah, very, very difficult for celebrities, despite the fact that their houses are, like, infinitely bigger than my studio apartment I haven't left in 11 days. But, you know, I'm not bitter about it. (laughs) (laughs) We're not complaining. But, dude, I saw something on, I think it was, like, a meme that someone had made that was, like, just imagine, or maybe it wasn't a meme, I don't know. But it was, like, imagine being in one of Kylie Jenner's homes during quarantine. And then it showed a picture of, like, all three of her houses. And it's just, like... I mean, like, which one do you choose from? You know, if she wants to lend one out to me, I'd be happy to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, if you want to let us stay in your house, like, we will gladly do that and record group chat from there. <laughs> I do have to say, this has been giving me so much joy. And, and maybe this is just my brain's getting warped um, with the isolation, but <laughs> I've really been kind of enjoying watching these celebrities do what feels very naturally weird. Like like January Jones posted a video of her drinking a, a Coors through a straw with yeah. a light mask on. And instead of being annoyed with it, I was like, yeah, same. I like that. I, I'm feeling genuinely heartwarmed by their peaks inside of their weird quarantine habits. Yeah. It like it's it's interesting because this is 
I mean, I hate to say it this way, but this is like the great equalizer, right? So it's something that, you know, puts everybody kind of on the same, you know, playing field across the board with everything. So it's it's interesting to see all of these celebrities totally, you know, uh, humanized uh, at all times. Like there's no you know, uh, you know, fake content or anything like that that's coming up or it's coming out or stuff that's like done up. It's like very real stuff that we're seeing. And I, I'm with you and I, I, I am enjoying seeing that piece of this. Yeah. I think my favorite one so far was Chrissy Teigen was absolutely needing some romaine oh. lettuce and, uh, she yeah. took yes. to Twitter to barter yes. with some banana bread. She eventually found a YouTuber <laughs> somewhere who had some and was able to exchange it via like a wagon. It was, uh, it was very funny. Oh, it was so funny. And the wagon didn't even push all the way towards them. John was trying to like go and get it. And the wagon like pushed like three quarters of the way and then just like veered off hard <laughs> to the left. And he was like, wait, 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 that's not six feet. <laughs> yeah, they definitely broke some rules so there, but that's that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then you're worried about where it came from. I know. I know. Part of me yeah. was like, yeah, you know, both okay. touching <laughs> the wagon. <laughs> That was my thing, especially being as a celebrity. I don't know. I'm just like the paranoid kind that's like, wait a minute. What have you done to this lettuce? You know, like I would be thinking like, where did it come from? Have you done anything to this lettuce? What's going on? I don't know that I would take food from a random stranger. I I think it's cool that she did that. And maybe she didn't eat it. Maybe she just did it more for social media. But (laughs) I don't think that I would actually go and like eat the food from the random person. I mean, technically you're taking food from random people every time you eat, unless you're growing it in your backyard. So just true just food for Very paranoia true. thought. But, it, <laughs> but, but, in, but in this case, it's like a concentrated effort from that person more so than grabbing it off the grocery yes. shelf because they know who it's going to. Yes. Yeah. I think that's maybe why she yes. chose another famous person because he's famous <laughs> on YouTube. So like, I don't think that they would go that she's, far. He'd be so she's canceled. Got the, she's got the insurance on that front. Good call. Good Cool. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's also some horrifying things to come out of this, and I use horrifying in a very loose term because we're living in a horrifying age in a broad term. Um, the Imagine video put out by the celebs oh, who all yes. sung a little chunk of Ooh. John Lennon's Imagine. I've never been more cringed in my life. My entire body retracted within itself when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it, right? But it's like, come on, we let's not. I, I'm just not down with the execution of it. It, it. it was pretty cringeworthy. I will say, though, that John Mayer's version was <laughs> A plus and hilarious. So good work there. Yeah, well, basically, what he did was. John Mayer always. He, leave it to John Mayer. Yeah, right. And he said that he got the invite for it, but got the wrong Imagine. So he sang a little verse from Ariana Grande's, uh, or Ariana Grande, I always pronounce it wrong. Sorry, what Ariana, Ariana, whatever. Um, <laughs> it, it, he sang a verse from that song and inter- interspersed it into the original video, and it actually made it watchable, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it is tough so to watch them I mean, do that, though. Be like, look, we're trying to inspire you. I'm like, you're all bajillionaires. Give some money, and that's enough. We don't need – I want to see a donation receipt like, before you post this stuff online. I just feel like it's a telling tale of where we are as a society right now being quarantined. All absolutely losing it. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Uh, And then we have some celebrities who are getting canceled, basically, over the coronavirus. Uh, One that comes to mind is Evangeline Lilly of Lost fame. Oh, yeah. She has now outed herself as an absolute idiot, (laughs) which is tough to do. She basically went online, said that she is not social distancing, not doing quarantining at all, because she values her freedom over her life or something. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but not really that much. Everyone was like, you are so dumb. Yeah, I mean... Isn't and, that crazy? To- well, it, oh, I mean, ahead, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the... You know, uh, personal freedoms and personal liberties, probably more so than a lot. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, you just exposed yourself for being a complete dummy. So that's, um, you know, I think that's good for everybody to know because those statements were ridiculous. And the fact that you don't use those personal freedoms, you know, for the benefit of others um, and their health, you know, per, you know, specifically, you know, maybe older elderly people uh, or people who have underlying conditions, you know, that's that's pretty telling when your head's, you know, in that place of, well, I'm just going to do it anyway and I don't care yeah and she said in the caption I mean I'm all for personal freedoms too I don't want anyone to tell me what to do except for when it's people's lives at stake and she said in the comment section that not only is she immunocompromised uh, her she's living with her dad who has leukemia or just recovered from leukemia and I was like oh my gosh oh honey this is not it (sighs) yeah Fool. Oh, that's bad. In this, but I think it's crazy to play out at like a celebrity level. You've got people that are actually like abiding by the rules, and then you've got other ones that are like, no, you're not going to tell me what to do. I feel like that's like our society right now. So many people are divided on like, I don't want to stay home. I don't want to quarantine myself because I'm not sick. But then there are people that are like, well, we're not sick either. I don't know. I just feel like it's like everyone's so divided. So it's very not entertaining i feel like that's the wrong word to see it play out at like the celebrity level because like y'all are really under a microscope you know what i mean yeah you basically get to see on a broader level which celebrities are selfish and which ones are at least not selfish enough to risk the lives of their beloved i i don't know i just that oof I don't know. If I were her parent, I'd be like, you can go live somewhere else. You're not putting me at risk. (laughs) Right. I mean. (laughs) Who freaking knows? Like, mm -mm. Uh, All I can say is that Tom and Rita, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, the only Tom and Rita that matter, Mm. they are looking like they're going to be okay. (laughs) They are in recovery and they were allowed to leave the hospital. So, like, I'm feeling good about this altogether on a celebrity level. That's the silver lining of all of this. And they were the first ones to come out. I mean, they were the first, you know, A-list celebrities to come out and be, you know, and test positive for coronavirus. So I feel like people have felt very attached to their story for sure. Because we were like, "Ah, not Tom and Rita. Right? It's like, oh my gosh, not America's sweethearts. Also, if Tom and Rita can get through it, we can too. Exactly. And leaving on that note, because I can't even talk about the coronavirus anymore, except for the fact that I've done nothing but talk <laughs> mm-hmm. about it for the last two weeks. But I, we're taking a break. We're taking mm-hmm. a break. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift's ongoing feud. I mean- Why is this a thing? Right. Could we care about anything less at this point? I So the full audio of the conversation from 2016 of Kanye West and Taylor talking about his song Famous, discuss, discussing whether 
he was okay or she was okay with him calling her the B word or whatever. Who cares? Basically, the full audio leaked. It makes Kim and Kanye look bad now. And they said that they weren't going to call her B word. And that was Taylor's problem from the start. But if you ask Kim, that wasn't the problem from the start. And I'm just like, both of you, stop it. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. Kim is saying that it wasn't over the whole B word situation. It was over, did you know, did she understand that she was being recorded in the conversation? And like, part of me wants to be like, okay, listen, we get it. A new season of the Kardashians is, is about to happen. Like, is this what this is? Like, are we teaming up to like talk about it? I mean, I just feel like this is so overdone. Like, it just, why are we even giving this attention? Anyway, well, I think, I mean, so not uh, to, to feed the conspiracy theory, uh, you know, in all of us. Um, I think, I feel like things like this get, are starting to get dug up uh, simply because everything celebrity news related right now, or at least a lot of it is getting put on hold. You know, every live event from here from Timbuktu is getting, you know, uh, postponed or straight up canceled, you know, shows, production, everything. So I'm wondering if things like this are planned and put out there or at least dug back up in some way to try and, and, and keep, you know, names and headlines and things like that. That's, that's my, my conspiracy theory for the day. I don't even think I, I would go that. as far to say that that's not a conspiracy theory. And that's definitely what happened. I mean, why else? Hey, would the there you go. Out, right. That's definitely <laughs> what happened. The Kardashians is premiering on Thursday or mm-hmm. yesterday, if you're listening on Friday and no one's been talking about this season because everything else has been happening. It's on a new night. Yeah. So people who have missed that it's on a new night. And since this news cycles bananas, it's been easy to miss. I, they have to dig up something, but I think it kind of backfired on them because I don't think many people really cared. I mean, the Kardashian lover in me obviously cares, but I will say though, and I feel like we've all talked about this before in, in other episodes. Like, I feel like as much as the Kardashians, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're like, when are they going to end? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say that. And I love them, but like, I just feel like you can only come up with so much drama around the family. And after last season, like we were under the impression that Courtney wasn't going to come back and now she is back. And it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they're just, okay, we get it. Like you guys have an empire. Y'all are all, multi multi-millionaires you've probably you've obviously I mean collectively you're billionaires but like I don't know it's just I'm kind of as again I love them but it's just too much I mean well, like, they're not let's be done they're not ending for a while right they're no don't they, have they a got a ton more, season? more seasons left yeah. in their contract too <laughs> I mean honestly though if you if you watch the e-network I mean the Kardashians run that network I mean they there's constantly reruns being played all the time. So I know that they're doing that network really well. So, I mean, yeah, like I feel like they're not ending for money purposes, but I think people are kind of checking out now. Oh yeah. I I mean, I remember when it used to be stuff that people would really talk about and not water cooler talk. Cause Oh my God, what is it? 1950. But, um, <laughs> but it used to be event television that people would talk about the next day. I watched all of last season. I didn't have a single conversation with anyone about what happened. <laughs> not interesting. You Listen, know, people cared when Kim Kardashian lost her diamond earring in Bora Bora 
because those were the days with the Kardashians. Yeah, they really were. They got too famous and now they won't let themselves look like idiots. And that's what we were all watching for anyways. But I know. Yeah. Well, but, but the broader picture of this reignited feud is that even though I'm, I don't like Taylor Swift, I'm sorry, don't come for me Swifties. I don't care. Um, huh. I don't like Taylor <laughs> Swift, but Kanye's the jerk in the situation, regardless of who called who and when they called and what they said in the call. It's a gross song. He made like a fake sex doll of her in a video and laid yeah. next to it. That's disgusting. It, it's not great. And then Taylor lives in London and she's liking Tumblr posts about it. And it's like, I don't care. Both of you can just return to your corners. And also he keeps throughout the years, he's like apologized and he's taken his apology back. Then he apologized again and he took it back again. And I'm like, can we just, can we settle on one? And then like, let's just leave it at that. Let's just not do it. Clearly clearly no one's sorry. It's fine. We can just move forward. If you guys want to fight internally, that's fine. But we're out here dealing with some stuff. Okay. Bringing me some real entertainment news. If you want to entertain me while I'm sitting on my couch for five weeks. Um, Mm-hmm. And with that, we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsors. And then when we get back, we're going to talk Teen Mom and Tiger King, which sound like they would be sequels in some kind of odd universe that I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. All right, we are back, and we are back with some Teen Mom news. Uh, we've been speculating on and off for since October, but it is official. Mm-hmm. Janelle Evans is officially back with David Eason after announcing that she has left him back in October. She put out a YouTube video where she was doing Q&As where she said that they are deciding to, quote, work things out right now. They are taking things slowly, but she has permanently moved back to their home in North Carolina, which means we got to talk to her during the very brief period of time that she lived in Tennessee. Um, And she said that they're trying to remain positive. If they have an issue, we try to talk it out. Um, And that's depressing, I guess. But we kind of saw this coming. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she's been back in North Carolina for weeks and saying no we're just working on co-parenting or we're working something out with the house it's like okay yeah well yeah and weren't they seen together in nashville yes yeah yeah Yeah. i just i I hope this doesn't you know i know there's certain things that she's trying to um you know get off the ground and do and i hope this doesn't uh you know delay that in any way or hold that back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On a more serious note, I agree with that. Like, I feel like she is wanting to get back and, and you know, just do some stuff. And I feel like the last, I mean, obviously on Teen Mom, it hindered her situation with that. So I just hope that she isn't going to not be able to move forward and what she wants to move forward with because of her relationship. Well, she already got, well, you know, reportedly got a sponsorship canceled because of it. So... 
things aren't looking great for her on that front. Um, yeah, not great. So, but the the interesting thing that's come out of this is that you know she had a protective order against him. I think there were eleven counts of abuse in the protective order, and she's coming out now and saying in her YouTube video that none of that ever happened. He's never abused the children, never abused her, and. It, it's well, like, that just makes her look silly. It does. It's like, but you wrote that. Then either you were lying or you're back in. And this is such a cycle of domestic abuse, too, which is really tough to talk about because we obviously don't want to blame people for going back to domestic abuse situations because that's super common and it's a really complicated process to leave. But it's, you know, watching it is depressing and exhausting. But at least now we don't have to question whether it's yeah. happening. And I guess this gives <laughs> yeah, at least us kind of a, a final answer on Teen Mom 2, and that rules that out kind of officially. I mean, I know we already knew that that was pretty much a no, but I would assume that this is kind of the stake through the heart on that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that that is, you know, helping her in any front to book some <laughs> no, TV stuff, especially with MTV, who absolutely hate him, and they're definitely not going to let him back on TV because bad stuff happens to them when they do, so... That mm-hmm. is a negative note, um, but we did have to touch on it because I know we've talked about it a bunch, and it's so back and forth that it's really hard to keep track of. Uh, but We're going to end on a high note today. We are going to end on a high <laughs> note today. We're going to talk about Tiger King. Have you guys watched Tiger yes. King? Yes. <laughs> I binged it, done with it, might watch it a second time. It's amazing. <laughs> Dang, that's dedication, Jameson. It's, it's that good. I mean, Joe Exotic it, it, and the characters in this thing are just – uh, it's bonkers. I've never seen anything like it. It It's wild. I literally sat down to watch one episode of it at about, I don't know, eight, eight at night. And I'm someone who goes to bed at 10. I stayed up and watched all seven hour long episodes. I was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept being like, well, I wow. have to see what happens next. It's, I, it, <laughs> it's funny. So it's, it's basically, it's so hard to describe what it's about because it's about everything and nothing at the same time. It's basically a true crime docuseries that follows the big cat uh, industry in Oklahoma, mostly Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, who are two mm, tiger rescuers, depending on who you ask. Uh, they have big cats in these little zoos that are independently run and talking about the legal cat trade. And also Joe Exotic is like the most weird, strange person ever. Did <laughs> he hold a husband captive? Did Carol kill her husband? Joe's in prison for trying to kill Carol. Like it's it's legitimately, I don't know, Did I, I missed stuff. Even no, talking about well, that. I, I have a I have a quick question though about Carol Baskin mm-hmm. and her whole operation. So, and maybe I misunderstood this, but her angle with everything was that she was saving these animals, correct, in some fashion. Because I didn't catch how exactly her, her operation was that different than Joe's and Doc's. I know that she's against the breeding part, so I know that that's different, but. What else made her different? Because it it looked to me as she did the same damn thing. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. She just puts the word rescue okay. on it. <laughs> I, was just, I was just, I was just checking because that was ridiculous. Oh, I was, I, I was uh, watching and texting with a friend, and they texted me. I don't. Everyone in this documentary is wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's no right. There's no, and that's. I think that's what makes it like cringeworthy but like glorious at the same time is these people are so ridiculous and 
dare I say, exotic, but mm-hmm. like they, there is no quote unquote like protagonist in this at yeah. all. They're all just really, really bad people doing really bad things. Like everything from cults to, you know, uh, insane drug use to murder for hire, all kinds of crazy stuff. It, it seriously and it makes for great quarantine entertainment. It does. Yeah. Yes, it does. I kind of wish I'd stretched it out <laughs> further instead of binging it that one night, but you know, it's. It's tough. And this is a very small point of it, but something that I do have to bring up. I unironically enjoyed Joe Exotic's country songs. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. My wife and I did as well. The I Saw a Tiger song, it's not that bad. They're pretty good, right? Well, it's – it. okay. So they're good in the sense of like I'm laughing at it while I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, Yes. But his actual voice – it, unless there's like some auto tune going on there that I'm not aware of, he's got a pretty decent voice, which is, it's like I didn't want to admit that to myself the first couple times I heard the song. And then at the end, I was like, you know what? I, I like it. I'm sorry. No, that's the Here Kitty Kitty song was stuck in my head for like four days afterwards. <laughs> and I really didn't mind it. I, I, it's insane, but, and it's so silly, but I was like, I don't know. That's not bad. <laughs> I have yeah. to admit, so I heard about this when it first came out, and I'm one of those. I have not watched it yet, but I plan on watching it this week. Oh, my gosh. You have to. I am just very confused at the dynamics of all of this. Mm-hmm. And, like, so this is, like, an actual non-scripted, like, document. Yeah, Correct. it's a real it's – a tr- it's, a do- it's a documentary. It's a true story. It's very real. It's it's real to the sense of it is still happening today. Right. Um, There's stuff that's been that's undetermined and still happening in terms of like court proceedings and all of that stuff. And it spans between um, it spans if we're being technically accurate across the country, Mm -hmm. but uh, in in all different states, but mainly between Oklahoma and Florida. It's basically the battle of these two to three different like wildlife zoo operations. And they're just the people who own and operate them are, they're just awful people. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> there's no better way to say it. No, they're absolutely bananas. Also, I was shocked to know that you could buy a tiger for about $2,000. I have a friend whose labradoodle was like 1800 and yeah, I, I'm all for a rescue and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, if you're going to pay 1800, but like you could probably get a tiger for just 200 bucks more. Yeah. More difficult on the furniture. (laughs) You can upgrade. I'm joking, everyone. Don't buy tigers, you monsters. (laughs) Never buy a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) There's that one person out there who's like taking notes. I know. (laughs) I've just got canceled. Only only certain (laughs) states let you buy animals like that, right? No, no. I think it's illegal across the board, isn't it? No, uh, you. there are certain states. No, I, know I this. thought it was legal in some states. It is. Um, Ohio is one of them. I know this because I used to be a reporter in Ohio, news reporter. And um, <laughs> my actual, I actually have a tie-in to the Tiger King documentary. Uh, I lived in Zanesville, Ohio, which you not, might know because someone who had one of those kinds of zoos uh, killed himself and released all the animals so that there were like tigers and lions and monkeys oh. and stuff like that, that unfortunately. Fortunately, the police had to kill because they were all over. And Wait, don't they reference that in this documentary? Yeah, well, so they, the people that I used to work with as because I was a crime oh, reporter there oh, are geez. in the documentary. Yeah. Oh. yeah, so I know those people. 
Oh, yeah, I moved there right after wow. that happened. So it's uh, it's bananas. All the monkeys had herpes. So they were really afraid that they were going to infect each other. And like oh the animals gosh. were not well. It was uh, it was wild. So that's my small tie to Tiger yeah, King. Yeah, you could have been in Tiger King. You <laughs> could have been in Tiger King, guys. <laughs> no, they would not ask wow. me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's wild. Yeah. It, it, Do you keep in touch with any of them? Oh, not not really. I just keep in touch with the people at the newspaper that I worked at, but uh, not so much the police mm. there anymore. But uh, ah, they were there on gotcha. on screen and talking, and it was a weird moment from my couch many many years later. Um, but yeah, but basically, Ohio passed a law right after that that said you had to you could still own whatever you wanted, but you had to tell the state about it. So we got these wild Excel documents where it was like blank blank owns an alligator. And then you could call them and be like, why do you own an alligator? And they all a hundred percent were like, I'm not telling you I don't have to and hung up the phone. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. So Carol why do people wanna So Carol's baskin, what her what was her the thing she was trying to pass the big cat something? Yeah, what was that again? Big Cat Protections Act, maybe. At, I think. It wasn't. It was a. It was some kind of acronym that I don't remember, which is a bummer because that's the point of an acronym. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was something about to selling, uh, banning the selling and breeding of big cats in the U.S. I don't know if well, that passed. I, I think that's what confused me is because, like, she was a part of it. So it was like, was she trying to, like, stop her own operation? Well, she was she was doing it as a rescue. So I'm not sure if she was buying. (laughs) You know how you can get around things. Quote, unquote. Right. Yeah. By being like, oh, like the shelter. You don't buy a dog from the shelter, but you give them a donation for the dog. Like, Uh, that. yeah. Here's my shelter. Everybody just come see them and make a, quote, unquote, donation to come see them. Exactly. So (laughs) that kind of skirts the law, but also shuts down the competition. It's wild. Everyone watch it. There's so much more. There's like, Joe has like four husbands and he's married to a couple of them at the same time. That was the, yes. I was so intrigued by that. That is the one part that I do know. And I'm just like, what? And I've seen pictures of these people. They look fabulous. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, he seems like not a great husband and was accused of (laughs) Like trapping yeah. his husband Bad things. with meth and pot on his farm, and then there's footage of him like shooting at people. But it's yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah, I can't wait to not, watch not this. Good. I mean, I literally was had no interest the first time that I heard about it, but everyone keeps talking about it. And now, after what you guys have just said, now I have to. I mean, I was going to anyways, but like now, I really can't wait. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a must watch. It it definitely is a must watch. Um, Quality and, entertainment. And we there's, won't spoil the rest of it for you because there's a ton more that we could get into, but we won't. Also, it's probably uh, confusing yeah. talking about because it it's so disjointed. It's kind of confusing to watch people. So it's not just us. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week. Do you guys have anything that has really caught your attention um, all these days at home? Mm, I, I, I mean, I've got to jump in with the Tiger King. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know we just talked about it, but that's, and I won't go into any more detail on it, but that no question, you know, as soon as we, I saw the trailer, I was, I was sold uh, and then binged it immediately. Um, it's the number one thing trending on Netflix in the U S right now. Uh, go watch it. It is a must watch. 
Yeah, absolutely. I guess this is more of a pop culture. Um, what is everyone like binge watching or binge <laughs> yeah, reading for or whatever? Binge watch edition. Because nothing's happening, really. I mean, <laughs> everyone's stuck at home. So, Victoria, what have you been like binge looking at? I don't know. Ooh. I think I'm late to the party on this one, but I don't care. Um, Schitt's Creek. Uh, I'm obsessed mm, goody. with Schitt's it's Creek. It's a good one. I, I, I've heard, I mean, we've talked about it at the office like a thousand times and I just never had interest in watching it. And then one day I sat down and I was like, oh my gosh, like why have I been missing out on such a great show for so long? It, um, yeah, it's hilarious. Definitely been watching that. Very light too, which yes. is necessary in these days. Yeah. Oh my the, gosh! Right. It's a. It's a. It that show is really good. The and like the comedy in it is like oh piercingly yes. sharp mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I think Anna, you hit on a good note. Like it's. It's super light because another show that I've been binge watching, like even before the whole quarantine situation, um, was Good Girls, mm-hmm. and I love that show. But as the seasons go on, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone because they're in a current season right now. But like. It just continues to get a little more dark mm-hmm. every episode. And I turned – I haven't seen the most recent one. And I turned it on. And, like, I didn't make it 10 minutes into the episode before I was like, okay, I just need to go back to Shit's Creek. Like, I need yep. lighthearted, <laughs> like, happy stuff. So um, – but now I'm going to have to watch Tiger King. So and that, I'll be on to that it's one It's not next. lighthearted, but it's definitely, like, light because it's just so wild. So – Definitely watch it. I'm like a promo for it. Netflix, <laughs> yes. give me the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think my binge of the week is – so I um, am so late to this party. You talk about being late to the party. Uh, I'm finally watching Mad Men. And it's been something I've wanted I to watch for that. a million years. I hear it's amazing. Well, it is amazing. But um, I had never started it because it just seemed like such a big project. And I don't really watch a – a lot of TV outside of work TV, just because that's a lot of TV if you're watching all of that. Um, <laughs> but I now that I have the time, I am watching it, and my God, it's so good. Um, and it, it it's not super light, but... Uh, no, at all. <laughs> no, so I don't know if it's a good recommendation for it, but I've watched almost the entire first season already, and for, for me, who struggles to get through like a 45 minute drama. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Ooh, yes. Hey man, as long as we're watching, as long as we're keeping entertained and, and whether it's light or what it just, as long as it's just making you happy, you know? Oh yeah. Just stay happy. Take a walk outside, pet your dog, listen to some good music. That's important. Get some fresh air. Yes. Yes. Uh, we can still walk outside. So, I worked out outside yesterday and it was like, oh my gosh, the world is still here. Everything's okay. Sunshine. Yes. <laughs> Sunshine. So take advantage of that when you can, guys. Call your friends and family. Talk to each other. Happy time or happy hour FaceTimes are like the best uh, I've discovered. I might mm-hmm. actually continue doing mm-hmm. them after quarantine because I don't have to leave my couch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. So stay safe, everyone out there. Wash your hands. Don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I am at V. McOtomy. I know you got plenty of time to listen to all of our shows. So rate, review, <laughs> subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you've fallen behind in the last couple of weeks, 
I know that there's plenty of opportunity for you to catch up. So let us know what you think and uh, we'll see you next week. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus.